Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. Welcome, Ephraimites, and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Reinbold, and this is the House of Ephraim show today. And we do have with us today, from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Sister Donna Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope, are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope, is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in this show. It's Mark Reinbold. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time, that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois out to what we call lovingly the corn patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God. And I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on. And you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material, not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service. And we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity, again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Sister Donna Deck. Rethinking the resurrection. Let's go with, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. As Prophet Mark was talking about that tonight is the, the 26th going on the 27th of, of Omar. And the fact that 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 we count up until Shavuot, the 50th day. And during this time, between Passover, when Yeshua was crucified, and after three days he rose from the dead, during that period of time, between, between there and the week before Shavuot, he appeared repeatedly at different times to his disciples, and to his followers. Let's go read this in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. Wherefore I also have heard of your faith in the Lord Yeshua and love unto all the saints. Cease not giving thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Yeshua, the Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and he set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above principality, and power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Christ's victory over death was not just his. It was promised to all who were baptized in his, into his body to the believers. To the believers. If you are a believer, say, that's for me. That's for me. Right here in Ephesians, he says, I, 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 don't, I don't fail to give thanks for you. I keep giving thanks for you, praying for you, making mention of you, believers, that God would give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in his knowledge. You should make it a prayer, God, give me wisdom and revelation in your knowledge. You see, we go to school to get whose knowledge? Man's knowledge. And we all think we have a better idea about things. 
But what is really important is having God's wisdom and God's revelation of his knowledge. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. We are going to look at the Gospels and we are going to see where the disciples did not have the eyes of their understanding open during this period of time, that it gradually it became opened. You and I, our understanding is not enlightened fully, but gradually it becomes more and more. That you may know the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, do you understand that Yeshua's riches and glory of his inheritance is not in silver and gold or Bitcoin? No, it's in the, it's in the saints. It's in people getting saved. That's what it is. That Verse 19, that the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe. You and I as believers have power according to the working of his mighty power. And what was that power? That was the power that Christ was raised from the dead. That's power. That's more power than what I get when I plug a light bulb in to the electricity. It raised him from the dead, and it set him in God's heavenly place at his right hand. Far above all principalities, power, might, dominion, every name that is named. Not only in this world, but in the one to come. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Now, I want to go and look at the Gospels. I want to look at what the, what the disciples wrote about what happened during this period of time. We are very familiar with how Yeshua was, was betrayed, how he was, was, was tortured, how he was lied about, how he hung on the cross, how he died. But I want to study tonight about what happened during these, this period of time that we are in right now. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. I spilled my water. We're going to start in verse 1. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn, dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher where Yeshua had been laid. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven, came and rolled back the stone. Remember the stone that, that they had sealed and they had set people to, they had set soldiers to watch? To make sure what? That the disciples didn't steal his body. But an angel descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door. And then he sat on top of the stone. That wasn't any big feat for that angel. 
And his countenance, verse 3, was like lightning. And his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers, the ones who were supposed to be watching, they did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not me, ye, for I know that you seek Yeshua that was crucified. He's not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him, lo, I have told you. The angel goes, I have told you what I was supposed to tell you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy. Now I want you to I want you to notice these women. They left with fear and great joy. Fear for what? Those angels can be fearful. And great joy. And they did run to his to bring his disciples' word. And they went to tell the disciples, verse 9, And behold, Yeshua met them, saying, All hail! And they came and held him by the feet and worshipped him. And then said Yeshua to them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there they shall see me. So they're being sent to the disciples, and the disciples are being told, go to Galilee. Yeshua will present himself there. Skip down to verse 13. Now, the, the, the men who were, who were watching, they went in and they, they told, I'm sure they figured their heads were going to roll. They went in and told what had happened. And the council said, gave them large sum of money and said, verse 13, Say ye that his disciples came by night and stole him away while you slept. Here's some money. Go lie about what really happened. And if this come to the governor's ears, we will persuade him and secure you. We'll make sure, you know... They were putting them in, in a protection program. You guys lie for us, we'll protect you. And they took the money and did as they were taught. And this saying is commonly reported among the Jews unto this day. Verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Yeshua had appointed them. So he told them where to go. And when they saw him... They worshipped him, but I want you to see what happened here. But some doubted. You need to underline that. They saw him. Seeing is believing. Nope. Seeing was not believing. They worshipped him, but some of them doubted. Verse 18, And Yeshua came and spake to them, saying, 
All power is given to me in heaven and earth. Isn't that what we read about in Ephesians? Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world, is a promise, Ephraim. He is with you. If you are a believer, if you are a covenant keeper, if you are a disciple, he is with you. Mark chapter 16. Now, that was Matthew. Now we're going to look at Mark's rendition of this. Okay? Now, how many of you understand? There can be four people in a room, the same thing happened, but there will be four different renditions or versions of what happened. Why? Because we all perceive things differently. We all see things as something as important that somebody else may not have perceived as important. Luke chapter 16, verse 1. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Salome had brought sweet spices that they may come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun, and they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw the stone was rolled away, and it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were frightened. I bet they were. And he said to them, Be not affrightened. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they lay him. And go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee, there ye shall see him, for he said, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed, neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now when Yeshua had risen early the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven devils. And she went and told them that had been with him as they mourned and wept. They were still crying and weeping over the fact that Yeshua had been crucified. You would have been too. And so would have I. And they, when they had heard that he was alive and had been seen of her, believed not. They did not believe her. They did not believe her. Verse 12. After he appeared in another form unto two of them as they walked and went into the country, and they went and told unto the residue, neither believed they them. They refused to believe that Yeshua was alive. They refused to believe it. Afterwards he appeared into the leaven as they said at meat, 
and upbraided them for their unbelief and their hardness of heart because they believed not them that had seen him after he had risen. Yeshua wasn't pleased about it, was he? And he said to them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. We're going to stop there and go to Luke chapter 24. So here the disciples, they had been told by the women. They had been told by the two to the two that had 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 an encounter with him. And they refused to believe. They refused to believe. They had been walking and being taught by Yeshua for the three years. And he had shared with them that he would die and rise again. But they still didn't believe. And Yeshua wasn't happy about it. Would you have been? Luke 24. Going to the next witness. Chapter 24, verse 1. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came into the sepulcher bringing spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Yeshua. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed, where did he go? What happened to it? Behold, two men stood by them in shiny garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? You should underline that. Why seek ye the living among the dead? Yeshua is alive. He's alive. Verse 6. He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how he spake to you when he was yet in Galilee? They're going, don't you remember what he taught you? Saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. They just had to have a little bit of a nudging from the angels there, a little reminder of what Yeshua taught them. Verse 9. And returned from the sepulcher and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary the mother of James, and the other women that were with them, which told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter and ran to the sepulcher, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves, and departed, wondering at himself at that which had come to pass. And behold, two of them went the same day to the village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem about three score furlongs. And they walked together for all and excuse me and they talked together of all these things that had happened 
They're talking about how Yeshua had been betrayed. They're talking about how Yeshua had been beaten. They're talking about how Yeshua had been crucified, how he'd been laid in a tomb and a watch had been set. They're talking about all these things that had happened. 15. And it came to pass while they communed and reasoned, Yeshua drew near and went with them. But their eyes were holden that they should not know him. And he said to them, What manner of communication are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? And the one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered and said to him, Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And has not known the things that have come to pass there in these days? Where have you been hiding? Haven't you seen the news? Haven't you heard? Are you a stranger? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, which was a prophet, mighty indeed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. But we trusted that it had been he which would redeem Israel. Besides all of this, they were not only sad because Yeshua died, but they were upset because they thought he was the redeemer that was to come. But you see, they didn't understand. He was the Redeemer. But it went beyond the redemption of that day and that hour. It was a redemption for the whole world. And they didn't understand this. And they said, and beside all of this, today is the third day since these things were done. Yea, and certain women also of our company made us astonished when they went early to the sepulcher and they found not his body. And they came and said that they also had seen a vision of angels, which said that he was alive. But now remember, they did not believe. It seemed as, as just idle tales. And certain of them that were with us went to the sepulcher and found it even so as the women had said, but they didn't see him. If he was alive, why didn't they see him? See, our carnal thinking just gets us all messed up. And then he said to them, Yeshua, Oh, fools, slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and entered into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. He began to teach them once again, Torah, what they had been studying since childhood. And he began to open their eyes 
And they drew nigh to the village where they went. And he made as though that he would go further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread, and he blessed it, and broke it, and gave to them. And they went, Dave we remember this. And their eyes, verse 31, their eyes were open and they knew him, but he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, did not our hearts burn within us while we talked with us on the way and while he opened up to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour, and they returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and hath appeared to Simon. And they told what things were done in the way, and how he had was known of them in breaking of bread. And as they spake, Yeshua himself stood in the midst of them and said to them peace be unto you and they were terrified and they were frightened supposing that they had seen a spirit they thought they were seeing a spirit 38 and he said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do your thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit has not flesh and bones as you see me have. Yeshua arose from the dead, not just in the spirit, but in a bodily form. He was flesh and blood. He overcame death. But even his disciples did not believe. And Yeshua upbraided them for their unbelief. And when he had thus spoken, verse 40, he showed them his hands and feet, and while they yet believed not for joy, they still didn't believe. And they wondered, and he said, Have you here any meat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish and a honeycomb, and he took it and he did eat it before them. And he said to them, These are the words that I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Wednesday night, we talked about God opening your understanding. 
that as you grow spiritually, you get more in depth and you learn, you, you begin to see more. And he had taught them this. He had verbally told them, I am going to be... I am going to be turned over to the authorities. I'm going to die, but I'll rise again. But their understanding, they couldn't understand. And they would not believe. Here they opened up these scriptures to them. Their understanding of the scriptures. I remember when, when I got saved when I was 11. But I did not get filled with the Holy Ghost until I was 25. Didn't even know that you could be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. But when I got filled with the Holy Ghost, all of a sudden, I know what this is talking about. My understanding of the scriptures, it was like suddenly the scriptures left off the pages of my Bible. And I had new understanding. And it happened to me again after Prophet Deckard started teaching about keeping Sabbath and the covenant. All of a sudden, the scriptures just leaped off the page of me. Because why? Because I had new understanding. God had opened my understanding to a deeper knowledge of his scriptures. That's why the scriptures are alive. They're alive. 46. And said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from again from the dead on the third day, that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning in Jerusalem. Now, Prophet Deckard went into the third world. You know, before he... Before he knew he was a prophet, before he, he knew that he was to stand in that office and had that understanding, he was an evangelist. And he went about preaching and evangelizing here in America. And then God began to, 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 to show him and, and told him, hey, I want you to, he was on the radio, he said, I want you to sign off. Instead of the evangelist Tom Deckard, I want you to sign off as prophet Tom Deckard. And he said, but God, we live in a day and age, and you say you're a prophet, it's automatic. You're a false prophet. God said, it'll get to the point that even the pastors will start saying they're prophets. And that's what happened. But when he went into the third world, he was sitting on the plane that first trip, and he was like, God, I prefer to have sermon ready to know what I'm going to preach. I prefer to have my notes done and and my scriptures laid out and, and know what I'm going to preach. God, I have no idea what I'm going to preach to these people. Made him very uncomfortable. God began to show him before he got, got behind the pulpit, which 
probably wasn't even a pulpit, just standing out there under a little hut. He was to preach the repentance and remission of sins. That was what he was to be preaching. He was to preach that Yeshua overcame death and he is alive. And there are no other gods that died and are alive, that overcame death, that Yeshua rose in body form, not as a spirit, And that is what he preached in the third world. And thousands were saved. 48. Ye are witnesses of these things. He's like, you guys, you have witnessed it. You can see me right here. You can handle me. You saw me eat the fish. And you saw me eat from the honeycomb. You are witnesses that I am alive and I'm in body form. Fifty-two, they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem. Oh, look at this. With great joy. You see, their unbelief kept them in that sad and sorrow state of, oh my, our Messiah was killed. And he, we thought, and, and, and you know what they say about you thinking. But now, he's alive. He is alive. He's not dead. He's alive. And they had great joy. They were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. John chapter 20. John chapter 20. Verse 1. This is the last of the Gospels. This is the fourth rendition. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early when it was yet dark into the sepulcher. And she seeth a stone taken away from the sepulcher. And when she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter and the other disciple whom Yeshua loved and said unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulcher and we know not where they laid him. She was pretty excited. And Peter therefore went and the other disciple came to the sepulcher, and so they ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter. But he came first to the sepulcher. He stooped, stooping down, he looked in, and he saw the linen clothes lying, but he didn't go inside. And then comes Simon Peter following him, and he went into the sepulcher, and he saw the linen clothes lie, and he saw the, the napkin that was about his head, but it was not lying with the linen clothes, but it was wrapped all together in a place by itself. Then went also the other disciple, which came first to the sepulcher, and he saw and believed. Verse 9, for as yet they knew not the scripture. Now listen, as yet. They knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. 
their understanding had not been opened up in that area. I can understand that. For years, my understanding about keeping Sabbath was not opened up. I did not know the scriptures about keeping Shabbat. But now I do. And then, verse 10, the disciples went away again to their own home. But Mary stood without the sepulcher weeping. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head, the other at the feet, where the body of Yeshua had lain. And they said to them, her, woman, why weepest thou? And she said, because they have taken away my Lord. And I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and she saw Yeshua standing, but she didn't know it was him. And Yeshua said to her, woman. Why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? And she, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have borne him hence, tell me where you have laid him, and I, I will take him away. She is still convinced that his body has been stolen, moved for some reason. And Yeshua said to her, Mary, and she turned and she said to him, Rabona, which is to mean master. And Yeshua said, Touch me not, for I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say to them, I ascend to my father and your father, to my God and your God. You need to underline that. If you are a believer... Yeshua's Father is our Father. His God is our God. 18. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, See, they didn't know what they weren't going to come and get them too. Then came Yeshua and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be unto you. And when he had said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Yeshua to them again, Peace be unto you. As my Father has sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them, when Yeshua came. And the other disciples therefore said unto them, We have seen the Lord, but he said to them, Except I see his hands, the print of the nails, put my finger in the print of the nails, thrust my hand in his side, 
And after eight days, after eight days, again his disciples were within, and Thomas was with them this time. Then came Yeshua, the doors being shut, and he stood in the midst, and he said, Peace be unto you. And then said he to Thomas, Reach hither my thing, thy finger, and behold my hands. Reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side, and be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. And Yeshua said, Thomas, because you saw me, seen me, you have believed. Blessed are they that have not seen Yet believe. Are you a believer? Do you believe that Yeshua was crucified and he rose again in bodily form and he ascended to the Father to make intercession for me and you? Do you believe? Blessed are you. Many signs truly did Yeshua in the presence of his disciples which was not written in this book. But these are written that you might believe that Yeshua is the Christ, the Son of God, that believing you might have life through his name. John 21. John chapter 21. Start in verse 1. After these things, Yeshua showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias, and on the wise, this wise he showed himself. There was together Simon Peter and Thomas called Didymus, and Nathaniel of Canaan and Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. And Simon Peter said to them, I go fishing. I'm going to go fishing, boys. And they said, we will also go with thee. And they went forth and they entered into a ship immediately that night and they caught nothing. They caught nothing. And when the morning was come, Yeshua stood on the shore, but the disciples didn't know it was him. And he said to them, children, have you any meat? And they answered him and said, No. And he said, Cast the net to the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. And they cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it up for the multitude of fishes. Therefore the disciple whom Yeshua loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. It is the Lord. All of a sudden he's going, this has happened before. It's, it's the Lord. And now Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord. He girt his fisher's coat onto him, for he was naked, and he cast himself into the sea. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were 200 cubics, dragging the net with the fishes. And as soon as they were come to land, they saw fires of coal there, and fish laid thereon, and bread. 
And Yeshua said to them, Bring the fish which you have now caught. And Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land full of great fishes, a hundred and fifty-three, for all there were so many, yet not the net. It didn't break. It didn't break. And Yeshua said to them, Come and dine. And none of the disciples did ask him, Who art thou? Because they all knew it was the Lord. Yeshua said, Yeshua then cometh and he taketh bread and he gave it to them and the fish likewise. This is now the third time that Yeshua had shown himself to the disciples. After that he was risen from the dead. He appeared to them this third time. And when they had dined, Yeshua said to Simon Peter, son of Jonas, Lovest thou me more than these? And he said to him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said, Feed my lambs. And he said to him again the second time, Simon, son of Joseph, lovest thou me? And he said, Yes, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said, Feed my sheep. And he said to them the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, lovest thou me? And he said to him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Yeshua said to him, feed my sheep. Verily I say unto you, when thou was young, thou girdest thyself and walkest whether thou wouldest. But when thou art old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee and carry thee where thou wouldest not. This spake he, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. And then Peter, turning about, seeing the disciple whom Yeshua loved, following, which also leaned on his breast at supper and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Remember at the Seder, at the Last Supper as we call it? Peter, seeing him, said to Yeshua, Lord, what shall this man do? Typical, isn't it? Gee, you told me about my life. It doesn't sound real good, but what is he, what is he going to have to go through, God? And Yeshua said to him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. You see, sometimes we get so caught up of, Gee, God, why, do I, why is it my life is like this? Why do they have it so easy? No, we are to keep our eyes on him. Follow him. Yeshua says, what does it matter to you what happens to him? Follow me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren that the disciples should not die. Yet Jesus did not tell him he shall not die, 
But if thy will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? And this disciple which testified of these things and wrote these things, we know his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Yeshua did, the which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose, not even the world itself, could contain the books that should be written. Amen. Even though they had heard, even though they had sat under Yeshua, had been been following him throughout his ministry. They had seen the miracles. They had seen the the the, the food multiplied. They had seen the dead raised. They had seen the lame walk. They had seen the devils cast out. And Yeshua had taken them to the side and explained the parables to them. He had told them, I am going to have to suffer at the hands of sinners. But I'll raise again. Even though there were those that Yeshua had appeared to that were told, go tell them, they would not believe. Can you believe? Yeshua told Thomas, you believe because you saw. You believe because you touched. Blessed are those who have not seen, yet they believe. Can you believe? Are you a believer? Yeshakaha. Let's pray. Father, I pray. I pray for each and every one who's listening now and in the future. I pray, Father, I pray, Father, that that you will open their eyes. I pray, Father, you'll help their unbelief that they will believe. For those of you who are not believers, that want to make Yeshua Lord of your life, I ask that you'll pray after me. Father, I know that your son died upon the cross. And on the third day he arose from the dead and he is alive. And he sits at your right hand making intercession for me. Father, I repent for my sins. I repent for my sins, Father. And Father, I know that you will cast them away as far as east as into west, which means that you will never again remind me of my past sins. 
Father, wash me white as snow. And Father, I will serve you for the rest of the days of my life. In Yeshua's name, amen and amen. If you prayed that tonight, I want you to, to email us at cradle at jewishprophet.com. We will send you Prophet Deckard's book that he wrote, Destined for Eternity. Now I want to pray there is somebody that you, your lower back, your hip, you, you, maybe you're out of alignment, I don't know, but you're in pain. Put your hand there, I speak to the pain, I command it. In the name of Yeshua, be gone. Anyone else have anything? You put your hand wherever it is. In the name of Yeshua, be healed. Receive it. Yay. Yay. Oh, yeah. your line symptoms and leave someone you heard you heard you're not worthy Yeshua never turned someone away and said you're not worthy he died for you yeah he loves you yeah thank you father now praise him do something you couldn't do before Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Yeah. Prophet Mark, I turn it back over to you. Hey, thank you again so much. That's Donna Deckard, Mount Carmel, Illinois, Cradle of Hope Ministries. Again, you can get more information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. Get out there, do yourself a favor, find out what's going on here, and you won't be disappointed. So, again, you can also get more, uh, all the tape series is out there on the website for you to get a hold of. I greatly encourage you to get all that. You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com, and we'll be praying for your prayer request. Again, that's cradle at jewishprophet.com. Shalom. Until next week, remember, with God, all things are possible. Mm -hmm.